Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello everyone, I'm 
Mart and this is Canny Crystals, the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on another fun-filled week. <coughs> uh, apologies in advance. If you can tell that my voice is different, I'm going to leave that in because it was funny. Uh, I'm currently suffering from a bout of man flu. No sympathy needed. It was pretty much my own doing. Yeah, I got myself into a negative mindset this week and everything kind of snowballed from there. I'm having a crap few days. I received a phone call from a really disgruntled customer last Friday morning asking where her order was. And when I looked on my phone, she had ordered on Monday afternoon. I'd posted it out on Tuesday morning. And I was trying to explain to her that standard post takes two to five working days with Royal Mail. And she'd paid for standard post. She hadn't paid for like next day delivery or anything. But she was getting more and more irate with me. And then about four hours passed and I had my nephew in the car. We'd been to like a little indoor trampoline place in Newcastle. Really good. I I was more tired than he was to be fair. Um, But he was in the car and I answered and the call came through my car speakers. And this time it was from her daughter or her niece. I couldn't really make out what she was saying. But she was absolutely screaming at me, like calling me unprofessional for not posting the items. And I tried to explain to her that I'd posted and that I couldn't do much more until I was home to check the tracking of the postage. So she started using like really foul language. And when I told her that my nephew was seven year old and he was in the car listening to this, she said she didn't effing care and that she wanted a refund immediately. Oh my God, this went on for ages and I very nearly hung up to her. Uh, But anyway, when I got home and I checked the tracking, it stated that it was out for delivery that day. And when I checked an hour later, it had actually been delivered. God, what a vile pair. Needless to say, I've banned them both from my social media and I've banned them both from ordering again. But yeah, that really got me worked up and I found it really hard to shake. I couldn't think of anything else but the vile abuse that they'd given me down the phone. But I realised that by thinking about this non-stop, I ended up giving all my attention to it and I attracted a whole weekend of negativity. You honestly won't believe everything that happened. So as you might remember in last week's episode, I said that I was going to Scarefest at Alton Towers dressed up as Voldemort. What actually happened was a lot more scarier than that. I actually felt like I was slightly cursed on Halloween this year, if I'm honest. Um, The five of us arrived at this barn conversion in Stoke on the Saturday night after a long drive down and the bad luck just started then and it just seemed to go on and on. You honestly couldn't write it. So firstly, I decided to make a homemade lasagna for everyone. I put it in the oven to brown the cheese on the top. Usually at home, I'd put it in for about 30 minutes, but after five minutes, I could smell burning. Somehow, the oven had short-circuited and burned the entire top of the lasagna. That was the first thing. Anyway, we had a nice night. The next morning when we woke up, the rain was literally coming down sideways. Like, there was no way any of us were going to Alton Towers in fancy dress. We made a dash for the car, and when we got there, if you've ever been before, you'll know that the car park is a good 20-minute walk from the entrance gates. It's a huge place. So I spied a parking spot right at the end of the car park and I zipped into it. Not giving anything else much thought as I was trying to keep the park tickets dry in my coat. Off we went on this 20 minute walk. The rain got so heavy that the footpaths turned into little rivers. Even to the point that the water started coming over the tops of our trainers. Like actually into our socks. I quickly learned that the jacket I was wearing wasn't waterproof. I was drenched. It was all fun and games, and as we got to the park entrance, dripping wet, 
I remember pulling the park tickets out and when it was our turn at the gate, I went to scan them and a great big red cross came up on the screen with, you know, that noise like, "Ah, ah." so I tried another ticket, "Ah, ah," did exactly the same. My friend grabbed a different one and she scanned it at another gate. We still got the big red cross in, no entry, ticket was invalid. I was absolutely mortified. I just thought, have I dragged all my friends like three and a half hours down here overnight staying in this beautiful barn conversion and stuff like that with fake tickets? Now, I bought the tickets off Facebook Marketplace and never again. And the only reason I did that was because usually you can buy tickets at Scarefest and you can just pay on the gates. But because of COVID and things like that, they put an announcement on their website two weeks ago saying it was tickets only and that all tickets had now sold out. So obviously our accommodation was non-refundable and stuff like that. So I had to buy tickets. There was some on eBay going for £200 each. Honestly, I would have been furious if I had to pay £200 each. Anyway, we got some off this woman on Facebook Marketplace. Turns out it was a scam. Anyway, I called a member of staff over and they took the ticket and looked it over and she looked back at the five of us, stood there dripping wet, and you could tell by the look on the face that the tickets were fake. They asked how many of us that there were, and I said five, and they literally just opened the side gate and just went, get yourselves in. I think it was out of sheer pity that they just felt sorry for us, but anyway, we bought a poncho each to keep us dry, which was quite ironic, because we were already soaked to the bone, but hey-ho. The wind was blasting against us most of the time. We couldn't feel our fingers or our toes because it was so cold. And we were soaking wet. Like, in the 10 hours that we were there, the queues were so big that we only managed to get on four rides in total. Four rides in 10 hours. I was absolutely demented. Like, one of the rides, Rita, it's one of the fastest roller coasters. You go from, like, 0 to 60 in two seconds. So... It took us two hours, 40 minutes to queue for this ride. And the ride itself is over and done in 24 seconds. It's absolutely soul-destroying. So we ended up queuing for over an hour just to get inside the pub in the park after that to get warm. The whole day was just a bit of a disaster, if I'm honest. It got to 8pm. We'd now been in the park for 10 hours, like I say. So we decided to make our way back to the car park. The whole place was in darkness by this point. So all the car park, there was a few floodlights, but most of the cars were in complete darkness. So I started to press my car key, hoping that it would light my car up for us to see where it was. And as I was pressing it, I remember a car flashing at the bottom of the bank, thinking that my keys were opening someone else's car. And I was going, isn't that weird? My car key is literally doing that. Look, and I was pressing it over and over again. We all just carried on walking. We got to where I'd parked my car and my car wasn't there. In all the commotion of trying to get my coat on, trying to keep the tickets dry with the heavy rain that morning, I completely forgot to put my handbrake on my car and it had rolled down a bank into these trees, bushes and rocks. Obviously, I was mortified when I realised what had happened. So as we walked down to it and realised it was my car... It was pressed against rocks at one side, so as I climbed in, I gently reversed it, and I could feel that something was wrong. My friend's faces kind of dropped, and the further out I pulled, the rocks had slashed the front tyre and completely scraped all the front of my car. I was absolutely gutted to say the least, but the fun didn't end there. You'll be happy to know there's more. So luckily one of my friends who I was with works for the AA, so he rang them to get us recovered back to the place that we were staying. Now, this didn't happen for four hours. So we were sat freezing cold, wet, in a car park, in the dark, in the middle of nowhere, until midnight. 
Luckily, the recovery guy was really nice and got my car up on his truck and he gave us all a lift back. So there was four of my friends in the back, me in the front with this recovery guy. He was really nice, do you know what I mean? Like, there's some proper arseholes out there. Like, I've been recovered once before where he was like, oh, I've got out of bed for this, you know, on a Sunday night. Sorry, I didn't intend on breaking down. This isn't fun for me either. But anyway, this one was really nice. He had a bit banter with us and stuff. So as we got back to the barn, he started lowering the ramp into the courtyard and my friends all went to go inside and off they went. So as I watched, he's reversing my car He reversed it into a brick wall. He then scuffed all the underneath of the car off the ramp trying to do a turn. And then to top it all off, I just saw Johnny, my partner, came running down the path from the barn to tell me something. The alarm was going off on the property and we didn't have a code. There was no code in the welcome book. So I had to ring the owners at half midnight, waking them up to get an alarm code. But the fun didn't stop there, my friends. No, 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 no. The next day, I rung a local tyre company. They said that they were only one mile away and that they could come fit a tyre on my car without the need to have it tucked to them. Amazing. I didn't even ask a price. I just said, when can you do it? We needed to be out of there by 10am. Luckily, they turned up. uh, They turned up at about 9.30. So he says, oh, it's only a 20 minute job. Champion. Their van battery died. He had to literally jumpstart his van off my car. I think this was at the point when I started thinking I was actually cursed. So, £200 later, we were on our way home. I picked up JJ from my mum's house on the way. And when we got home, I opened my suitcase to find that my purple shampoo had opened and gone all over my clothes. If you don't know what purple shampoo is, it's when you bleach your hair, basically. You know, like, you'll see granny with purple rinses and stuff like that. Now, it really stains and it had gone all over my white socks. All of our white t-shirts and everything. Great. And then I somehow managed to then bang my tooth off the cuckoo hood and chip my front tooth. I think that was it then. Started having a bit of a nervous breakdown. I was crying. I took myself off to bed and meditated and I just kept thinking to myself, tomorrow is a new day. You just couldn't have made it up. One thing after another snowballing. And I honestly think it was all to do with my low mood and negativity from that one phone call that I'd started magnetising other negative experiences. Now, as you know, as I spoke about in the past episode, like attracts like. So by me giving those negative circumstances a platform in my head, they've just kind of taken over my life and I've attracted other things to be negative about as well. So looking back at it now, I guess I can laugh about everything that happened, but at the time, I genuinely thought someone had a bloody voodoo doll of me somewhere in the world, like sticking pins in, flicking and burning and shit. But yeah, my car could have rolled into a kid or another car. I think things could have been a lot worse than they were. So all I'm trying to say is I've stayed positive and that we're all alive and well and It's only money at the end of the day. Nobody was hurt, luckily. But what is super weird as well is that obviously this whole weekend has caused me a massive amount of stress and tears. And suddenly I'm seeing the numbers 333 everywhere. And I don't just mean like once or twice. I'm seeing it everywhere. 333 means not to worry because you're being guided and that your spirit guides have got your back. So that's a nice feeling to have. But, oh, yeah, God, anyway, that was quite a long intro, wasn't it? So, (laughs) never mind. (laughs) How are you all? Um, Let's get into some positivity. So, uh, yeah, 
As I was feeling a little down at the beginning of this week, I've started rereading another book by Rhonda Byrne that I absolutely love. It's called The Magic. Now, I know I've spoke about The Secret before, and The Magic is pretty much the follow-up to that, with a few exercises of gratitude for you to do at home. You can get it for about seven or eight pound online, but it's really worthwhile doing it. It's a 28-day workbook, and it'll help change your life through expressing gratitude and happiness. Now, one of my best friends, um, she was having a bit of a, a downer and a bit of a depressive episode the other month, and I bought her it. I've bought my partner it um, when he was having a bit of a, a wobble and things like that. And it does really, really help get you in that positive mindset again. So this will be the first time that I've done this book. And every time I do it, I get amazing results and it shapes and changes my life for the better. Like I say, my partner's done it and he found it really beneficial too. Every day for 28 days, you read one chapter per day. And once you've got through the chapter, and they're not very long at all, it'll give you a task to do for that day. So, for example, day one is to list 10 things in your life that you're grateful for. Then you move on to day two, and day two you add in another task, whereby you grab a gratitude stone or a crystal. And each night before bed, you go through your day and you're grateful for everything that's happened in it. So immediately, just from those two exercises, you're starting and ending your day with gratitude. And what happens when you're grateful? You attract more things in your life to be grateful for. So day one and day two exercises, you do every single day for the full 28 days. So like I say, you're starting and ending your day with gratitude. So really, by the end of the last day, you've listed 280 things to be grateful for. But when it gets to day three, you're tasked with thinking of three relationships. So I think it's the pick photograph that best represents each other. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Those relationships and almost writing a letter to those people, but you're listing five things that you're grateful for, for them people. And to do the full 28 days, I've done it in different ways each time. So the first time I just created a rolling document on my laptop on Word, The second time I bought myself a notebook to have it kind of like a big journal. But I've also just done it before in my head daily when I haven't had time to write everything down. But I didn't find that as powerful as once I'd finished it, I didn't have anything to look back at apart from my memories. So I think the journal is the best option. But yeah, each day as you go on, it goes through different parts of your life to instill gratitude in your daily being. So for example, day four is about health. Day five is about money. Day five, day six, sorry, is about work. And then there's one about being grateful for your food, the air that you breathe, right down to being grateful just to be you. 
And they say that on average, it takes 18 days to form a new habit. So by doing this daily, you're constantly in a state of happiness and it really helps to boost your mood. It's impossible for you to feel sad whilst you're feeling grateful. So the gratitude really helps to lift your spirits. And once you've finished the 28 days, the ideal way to move forward from that is to maintain the foundation of gratitude that you've built. Gradually, you keep building on it through increasing your depth of feelings. And the more that you practice it and the more that you practice gratitude, the deeper you'll be able to feel it. And the more deeply you feel it, the less time you're going to need to give to it. So I think in the book, at the end, it recommends three days a week of any of the magic practices of your choosing. And that helps you maintain your current foundation of gratitude. And it also keep building the magic in your life so that your life continues to get better and better. For example, you might choose to do the magic relationships one day or magic money the next, that kind of thing. And as I've mentioned before too, if you write it all down, either electronically or in a journal, you'll find it so powerful and compelling to look back at and reread it once you're done. I can really see a correlation in what I was writing down for being grateful for the first time I did this with what I actually received afterwards. I mean, the first time that I did it, the majority of my gratitude was for money and abundance and prosperity. And then I launched Canny Crystals and it all kind of exploded from there. I felt like I was inspired to start Canny Crystals because at the time I was so grateful for everything else going on in my life. And I truly think that's why it was the success that it was from day one. So yeah, have a look online. The book is called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne and it'll really help you out of any hole that you might be in and help you change your life. Some of you might have already done the magic before. If you have, let us know what you thought of it. Drop me a message on Instagram or TikTok. I'm sorry if this sounds really, really edited, but I keep on coughing and I'm trying to cut my coughs out. So I'm really sorry if this does sound a little edited. But anyway, last week I had a couple of messages from you lot on Instagram. And I thought I'd answer the question on here to share the love with everyone so that everyone else can hear the answers too. So the two girls that messaged me were asking me what I do when it's a new moon. So I sell a book. You'd think I was a proper nerd reading all this book's mind, wouldn't you? Um, But I sell a book called Moonology on my website. And in it, it tells you all about the phases of the moon. And depending on where they are within the year, you can find out how to power up your intentions, manifestations and wishes all based on these phases. So basically, the moon cycle happens every 28 days. And when the moon comes in between the sun and the earth in perfect alignment and you can't see the moon in the sky, that's the new moon. Obviously, when the sun is shining and filling up the whole moon on our side, that's the full moon. And the new moon is the perfect time to set intentions for the coming weeks. So similar to what I spoke about in the last episode, setting yourself goals and how you're going to get there. And then the full moon is all about the feeling, the gratitude that these goals have been achieved even if they haven't yet, and letting what basically doesn't serve you anymore go, making room for the universe to give you more. I do TikToks on these every fortnight just to remind people the day before and explain exactly what to do, what will help power up your manifestations and the time to do it all. So for instance, today, as I record this, it's Thursday the 4th of November, and tonight is a new moon at 9.14pm. And this is the new moon in Scorpio, And as you may know, Scorpio is a water sign of the Zodiac. 
So tonight when manifesting, I'm going to boost my manifestations with water. So what I've done in preparation is I've wrote down five to ten things that I want over the course of the next month, but I've kind of wrote them down in the present tense as though I already have them. So for example, I've wrote down that I want to get 1,000 sales this month. I've wrote down something along the lines of, um, I intend to reach 1,000 orders this month, or I'm so grateful that I've reached 1,000 orders this month. And once I've got my list ready, I'll then read it back to myself a couple of times to really get that message into my head, a bit like the affirmations that we spoke about on a previous episode. And then I'll close my eyes to visualise my life once all of this comes to fruition. At the time of the new moon, or about an hour or two before, I'll then fold up that paper, and because of the new moon being in Scorpio, I'll place a large glass of water on top of my list and I'll leave it overnight. Now, the next day, I know some people like to drink their water, they call it moon water, to complete the ritual, whereas I just pour mine out over a houseplant. It's totally up to you how you do it. I'll then reread my paper once a day for the next fortnight, and at the time of the full moon in the 14 days' time, I'll show gratitude and happiness that these manifestations have happened, even if they haven't just yet. So I'll reread my list again, but I'll have the belief that they're at least on their way. I sometimes even set fire to my list at that point to send it off into the universe. And I know I've mentioned that Moonology book earlier, but if you're really interested, I also sell the Moonology Diary workbook for 2022. And that goes from January to December. It's only £13 as well. But in it, you'll learn about how the moon moves through the 12 signs of the zodiac, how each sign has unique energies. You can also figure out which area of your life to focus on for maximum manifest and magic at that time. And then there's even a diary part of it too to plan and record the important events in your life for each day, week and month of 2022. You'll know when to schedule your appointments, celebrations, travel and more based on the sign and the phase of the moon. Then there's even a planning part of the workbook to help you discover how to work with the lunar phases for manifestation, gratitude, surrendering and forgiveness. And you can even make a commitment to plan your goals and release your wishes each month with the moon. And I just love this diary. Like, I've got one for myself and I started using mine, um, well, I think it was about summer this year for the 2021 and obviously this one is the 2022 so this one starts in January but it's great for working with the moon and also if you use it alongside the main moonology book you can learn to create goals be accepting of life changes learn to forgive learn to let go of things holding you back in your life and begin manifesting what you truly want to experience and learn about in this lifetime and of course if you don't want to you can just simply use it as a good old-fashioned diary Uh, So yeah, I hope that answers your questions on the Moon Girls. But if there is anything additional you want to know, feel free to message me. Like I say, take a look at my TikTok. I do put out a new video on the Moon every two weeks in line with the new Moon and the full Moon. Um, And next week, what we're going to do is we're going to do something a little different next week. So we're going to do some energy experiments together. So we're going to manifest some random things so that any of you who aren't sure whether they believe it or not will know that the law of attraction and manifesting is real. The majority of the messages that I do get from you on Instagram and TikTok and the likes are people saying that they've just started on the spiritual journey. This podcast is helping them in some way, shape or form. 
but they're a bit unsure of what to do and unsure of how to know if it's real or not. But a lot of people say that they get positive results straight away. So I just want to cater for everyone. So what I want to do is a few simple experiments, like I say, that you will have no doubt in your mind that the law of attraction is real, manifesting is real, and we're going to do that and we're going to do that together. So to get in touch, you can reach me at Canny Crystals on TikTok and Instagram, or you can reach me on my personal, which is at Mark Tweedy. All links are in the show notes. And please, if you haven't done already, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and tell all your friends about it. Don't forget to visit my website, cannycrystals.co.uk and hopefully I'll have rid of this cough next week to be able to speak to you all properly. So I'll see you all in a week's time. Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.